Hey everybody, welcome to the 21st episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And before we get started, I just want to remind everybody, uh, MathCore Index Fest 2018 is coming up here in July, July 14th and 15th at St. Vitus in New York City. We've got Car Bomb and Albatross is the most recent edition, um, Feral Lux, Arm, CU Space Cowboy, many, many, many more. Um, I'll go ahead and link that in the bio below. I cannot believe an albatross got added. Yeah, I'm super stoked on that because they kind of just you know came out of the woodwork and started like touring again. So 2002 me is fucking stoked. <laughs> yeah, what a throwback. Um, I can't. I guess you can't even call them such anymore because they're they're here they're doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even just like Jerome's dreams coming back too. It's just like you guys are okay. All yeah, right, all awesome. kinds of just all kinds of great bands coming back. Like inside the Beehive, who was also playing um, Mathcore Index Fest. You know, they haven't put out an album since I believe 2011 or 12. So I mean, you always see the tag, and I wish it was more of a thing. But like you know, like screamo revival. It's like damn, it kind of kind of is. The Mathcore revival is real, y'all. Boom. All right, so first we're going to talk about exits. Exits are a hardcore mathcore band from Edmonton, Alberta. And they just released this album uh, prior, or even perhaps during their run of West Coast dates with our friends in the Central, whom uh, you're no doubt familiar with by now, because we talk about them all the time. Uh, you know, the album kind of threw me off at the onset, because it starts with that that string accompaniment, you know? It took me for a ride. Um, I, it was... I... I, I didn't know what Exits was when I, uh, you know, started playing it. Mm-hmm. So I worked through the first track. It was a little hard to go through the first track. I was like, is it done? Is it done? You know, the third or second or third time through the album, I was like, okay, intro. And it's going to go on a, like a ripper. So, Yeah. Uh, you know, on that note, there's actually a lot of kind of instrumental experimentation on this record, like including that one part in uh, Deal and Disappointment, I noted. kind of It comes in like so abruptly. It made me think some other shit was coming on in the background. Oh yeah, I had to think about that for mm-hmm. a second. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, there's, there's, um, yeah, they got some keys. I think maybe even some xylophone on one track, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so they, they really are doing a lot of instrumental experimentation here that I, I thought was pretty interesting. I, I, the, the only, I, I guess my one critique with like, like all it's this, not just that first track. There's like a lot of string stuff on this album. I, I, <clears throat> my, my, I guess my critique or maybe part of a question would be, uh the symphonic uh, intros that you guys have to your tracks uh, I noticed like uh, in the music credits there you know it I don't it doesn't seem like any of you guys are playing the instruments so I just want to know where you're getting the the music from how you're acquiring that um, and if you guys are actually part of the instrumentation there like fucking put that down like because like flesh god apocalypse you know they sound kind of like symphonic in a way but then you know you see them live and they're doing exactly that so you looked in the credits and you didn't see any credit uh, for yeah it. i just saw guitar, guitar drum vocals and all that kind of stuff they might so. have done it um with you know using some software like sibelius or something that has like really good string samples so you can't really you know it might be just like that seamless yeah yeah i'm, I'm looking right now uh you guys give credit to uh uh your uh, guitarist your vocalist your bass and your drums um no credits to any of uh the string accompaniment or anything like that so yeah hmm. let us know interesting yeah, and the other thing, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't, it's not like super heavy with that stuff, but you know, it, the the first track definitely like comes in super strong. It is just that. And then for pretty much for the rest of the album, it's like a driving like mid tempo rhythm. You could pretty much two step to this whole album. Yeah, uh, they call themselves chaotic hardcore. I I wouldn't even say that. It's just like super high energy. Um, mm-hmm. And for that reason, what you just said about the two stepping, um, it's really punk. Yeah, very punk. Wow. Yeah, kind of like driving sounding in a yeah, way. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking too. I, I, I was actually saying, um, 
thinking to myself that they kind of reminded me of, of intercourse at certain times and that it's like kind of like art punk <laughs> sort of a tongue-in-cheek um thing to say but i was gonna say but i mean that i mean it makes sense to me when you say that mm-hmm. you know the other thing that they reminded me of was uh every time i die just given the amount of like pull-off riffs you know some other oh, second generation botch acolytes i feel like there's like a little of that that southern rock that post-hardcore kind of element that uh every time i die and then like architects uk kind of it sounded mm-hmm. reminded me of sometimes definitely too, so. the former at least yep. i that was like my main thought while listening to this album. Yep. And you know, overall, it's it's fairly lengthy considering the genre. Like, it's a big album, dude. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, if you're gonna pay for any digital album, this is definitely worth your money for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's super consistent too. Like, if you like the sound of what this band is doing, you're gonna you're gonna find enjoyment in every song on this album because it's it's very consistent. It's a consistent listen. On that note, it was kind of hard for me to actually pick a track because there there's that much consistency from song to song, um, especially in. The self-titled song, um, "The Waste Class," thousands of odds and ends, but they they just put out a music video for that today. Um, I'll link oh, it in no our shit. bio. Mm-hmm. Boom. Um, and then the waste class, uh, excuse me, uh, "Keep Sleeping," I think it was, which just had uh, that that phrase chanted throughout the uh, throughout the whole song, which I thought was really good and catchy. So we're gonna listen to "The Waste Class," which is the self-titled song off their new album, which came out on April twenty seventh of two thousand eighteen. Here we go. Go! 
All right, so that was the Waste class by Exits, and that's off their self-titled. That's the self-titled song off their new album, The Waste Class, which came out on April twenty seventh of two thousand eighteen. So next, we're going to talk about Malevik. Malevik are a black and hardcore band from Atlanta, Georgia. The band features members of Ladybird, uh, who we've covered on a, a previous podcast. Fucking rippers. And this is no exception either. This is just as good as as, uh, as Ladybird. Um, honestly, it's the the black metal tinge is kind of there, but black and hardcore fucking grind. Yeah, I was about to say it's um, it's really similar to Ladybird, honestly, but it's a it's a different lineup and a, a different vocalist, if I'm not mistaken. Um, either way, uh, it it goes super hard, and this is a, a marked improvement over their their last effort. They put out a, a full length quite some time ago in 2016 mm-hmm. yeah uh the the the, the 2016 uh, 2016 release i thought was a lot more like raw grindy like power violence approach mm-hmm. i guess just a little more raw S- more screamo almost too yeah for, yep yep the, the vocalists um that i think the vocals are the the most marked improvement for me personally obviously the production is better too and the compositions are, are miles better too but yeah the new vocals definitely the most marked improvement uh, it, i mean just straight up it, uh, the only thing i really have to say here is just really solid black and grind um anybody you might that, hear that false grind remark creep up on this one actually you know that, that's well, not you just threw it out door. there so there you go everybody <laughs> had to throw it out there in the ether there um uh i i really think that i mean for fans of uh bedlam of cacophony honestly and then uh cling uh, cling to the trees of uh, forest fire I, you know i had a really hard time pinning this one down with any for fans of I bedlam just, just like if you listen to this a little bit more just think of bedlam i just i think it's like the vocals they are so much like, more in like the Psyopus fame. I know, I opinion. know, and that's why I, I figured you're gonna say that. So that's why we're gonna take this journey together. <laughs> we're always we at it. odds. Yep, little mm. just like ten percent. Uh, yeah, you know they just put out the split with Iron Gag too, and this was uh, this is the side that really grabbed me. Great artwork. I, I was love just about to say the artwork was definitely in my notes. Uh, Sasha Shilbrick Cole, uh, who does all of Ladybird and uh, Malevik's art. It's, Maybe it's that's why excellent. it's familiar. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe that's I exactly why it's familiar. Like the artist. Maybe that's just because that that person has done all of their art. Which is uh, it's it's excellent. It, it's perfect for for the genre too. Um, it's very grind. For anybody that does like to support the band uh, and buy physical copies, they do have cassettes and seven inches of this split, which I think is pretty fucking badass. Yeah. So yeah, this is off there. On that note, this is the this is, song is called "Trial of Metaphor." It's track one from their new split with Iron Gag, and that came out on May fourth of two thousand eighteen. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
All right, so that was Child by Metaphor from Malevik. And that's off their new split with Iron Gag, which just came out on May 4th of 2018. All right, so next we're going to talk about Shaving the Werewolf. Shaving the Werewolf are a mathcore band from Oslo, Norway. This is, uh, well, super synth-driven, huh? Like, really recalling like early 2000s stuff for me. Um, I'm going to call out three very strong synth bands. Anybody else want to add something? Oh, I was just about to do the same thing. It's kind of easy to just dive right into the band comparisons with this one. Let's compare. Let me go first. I'm going to give you three, and you give me three, okay? I'm going to say The Locust, (laughs) Holy Molar, and you probably didn't do this one, Song of Zarathustra. No, absolutely not. But I definitely got one out of those three. My right. my other one was I only had two for like OG comparisons, and that was an albatross and the locust. See, we're being super lazy by jumping into the FFO immediately. But okay, well here's the thing with so it's kind of hard to resist so though. I believe it's track one or two. I believe it's track one, but uh, it 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 it's not like they're ripping off on the song. It just starts just like uh the track from the locust um hairspray suppository uh so listen to hairspray suppository listen to this first to be track fair, that is pretty irresistible though uh, oh tell you all oh, oh, the good old days it reminds me of uh <laughs> of, while we're being lazy it reminds me of uh of sar too we covered on a previous podcast oh wow yeah okay yeah. um but yeah i just uh I'm, I'm mentioning those three bands as a compliment uh song of Zarath- absolutely song of zarathustra was like a screamo like midwest uh band uh early 2000 late 90s that literally did just synth with screamo mm-hmm. um holy molar uh in the locust naturally it's just a justin, justin pearson, pearson 31g thing with gabe right. so naturally they're gonna sound like that mm-hmm. so um yeah uh on that note uh the them being from Norway, the name... Back to more thoughtful descriptions. Yeah, so <laughs> now now I, I mean this in the next... We're trying to avoid the, the immediately jumping into the... Uh, well, I, I was going to do the, the FFO. Thing. I mean, the FFO was my first thing on the list. I know, um, me too. Again, I just... So now, uh, I noted these guys were from Norway. Uh, <laughs> it definitely explained wh- why their name was so wacky. Does that make any sense? Well, it's not <laughs> just, the, it's just the name of the band. That's it? That's the only thing you noticed was wacky? I mean, there is clearly an element of, uh, of humor here. There is, yes. I mean, the name of the album is One Way Ticket to Dick City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, I swear to God, we are in our 30s. I, I swear to God. We are adults. Uh, dude, Dick City. <laughs> it's so lazy and so funny. It's, it's so good. It's fucking hilarious. No, there's, uh, along with some other absurd song titles, uh, such as Fight Fights with Fights, <laughs> <laughs> Ass Above, So Below, and my favorite, Mage Against the Regime. Yo, you got this much humor and then you don't give us lyrics, guys? Where's the fucking lyrics? I want to know what the hell's going on here. That is so funny you say that because, word, I got I got something queued up here. God damn it, where is what? it? What? Oh no, I lost it. Mark sent me this thing. Hold up. Stand by, everybody. Do 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 do. Here we go. All right, so my buddy Mark from Sinketsu sent me this shit. Send me some uh some little drops. This is real Smoke weed every day. <laughs> yeah, nice. Here it is. Because Levi likes to read the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs>
so I gotta figure out some way. I didn't have that queued up in time to fucking burn you, but how amazing is that, though? Oh my god. Oh, wait. Oh, Sorry. Levi accidentally started the song we're about to listen to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we got a little excited there, folks. <laughs> Dude, that was so good. Right? That was so good. How funny is that? Oh. I completely forgot that I even had it. It's just like it's in an email. I haven't, like, spliced it up and turned it into, like, you know, drops that I can just, like... <laughs> You know, jump on you while we're recording, but text me that smoke weed every day. One, anyways, <laughs> I don't want that one. This is real math core. <laughs> smoke weed every day. <laughs> that is, I don't know how that is. Just so perfect for us. It really is us. I think. <sighs> All right. All right. So, <laughs> getting back to uh, shaving the werewolf. Shaving the werewolf. Now that we go on that little tangent. Um. Yeah. That that last song, Mage Against the Machine, sounds like it's like being played to like a fucking gramophone do you listen to the whole album oh absolutely it was yeah. great man I, I i was just gonna say as i pull this up i hope i didn't wear out my listens well already. you know back to just com- you know how we were comparing them to the locust and um and albatross i, I was just about to say that th- this is this band is like way more versatile though they um th- they can be much much heavier definitively heavier heavier than those other bands like and also just funnier too yes um the the atmosphere i would just maybe describe it as just pure insanity yeah. so <laughs> kudos <laughs> so we're gonna listen to me myself and ironic distance which is track one from one way ticket to dick city i hear that <laughs> don't don't gotta tell me i hear that g <laughs> and that came out on april 23rd of 2018 here we go
All right, so that was Me, Myself, and Ironic Distance by Shaving the Werewolf, and that's off their new album, One Way Ticket to Dick City. I take it back. It wasn't Hairspray Suppository. It was Monkey's Uncle. That's the track you want to listen to and then compare it to that one. My apologies, but Hairspray Suppository rips, too. We had to to nail that one down for you. Yeah. In the the musical break. You know, yeah. All right, so next we're going to talk about Bridgeburner. Bridgeburner are a death metal, I call it dissonant metalcore band from Auckland, New Zealand. And even though I felt like this band was uh, very much death metal leaning, my Australian and Kiwi friends kept sending it to me, so um, we decided to cover them anyway. Yeah, this uh, this this album specifically, uh, I really liked it. It was really kind of like just dark and crusty. Um, really nice mix in this uh, list of bands. You know, it's funny because they, they cite botch among their influences, but that hardly seems apparent. They're about as mathcore as plebeian grandstand, which is hardly at all. I got like this infernal coil, like Godflesh feel from them. They are definitely influenced by Godflesh. Yeah. Um, I would say Gorguts and Ulcerate since we're just we're jumping. I have Ulcerate again. on my list too. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, this is definitely more. Um, but if if you like dissonance. They they definitely employ that. That's that's the bottom line here. And this is uh, this is dissonant death metal, and that that's primarily where this record seems to dwell. They threw more flour in the gravy this time. They thickened up this album for sure. If you listen to uh, their uh, 2015 release compared to this one, it's just this one is just heavier, thicker, just angry. It's good. See, I did not listen to the last one at all. I always like to compare it to the last release, even if it's like if it's like uh, two years ago in a demo. I'll always just listen to the one before just to see what the fuck was going on before. Yeah, the only band this episode that I really went super far back in their discography was, or that I was already familiar with, was Exits. Um, and I did not like their last album. I guess that was I just didn't. I think they've really found their own. With what with what Christian does with like Mathcore Index and stuff, he has like less time to like go back. He has more just going forward on new releases. Me, I'm kind of like the co-host. So once he gives me the list of the bands, I definitely I I I have almost like I would say days of extra time to listen to this music. Yeah, Christian you're always does. like two weeks before we're about to record. He's like, "Yo, here's the list of bands we're covering," right? And I'm like, "Fuck, I don't know." Yeah, I have okay. I have a list that's three times as long as. And that, then you so. keep getting you. I mean, you keep getting submissions. I mean, it's it's yeah. You're you're only going forward. And so. I just sprung a, like several bands on him. To Today for this episode, so I'm gonna choke this guy one of these days. <laughs> what did I tell you about the torch? I never thought ever in my entire life that I would want to choke you because you're giving me too many bands to listen to. But here we are. Yeah, here we are. Me wanting to choke you. It's crazy. It's, it's <laughs> fucking nuts. Anyways, all right. So moving on from the disturbing bits, we're gonna listen to Witches Alone, which is oh, good. Awesome. Yeah, track four from Null Apostle. And that comes out on May 31st of 2018. Here we go.
All right, so that was Witches Alone by Bridgeburner, and that's track four from their new album, Null Apostle, which comes out on May 31st of 2018. So next we're going to talk about Ourselves Alone. Ourselves Alone are a emotive math rock band from New Haven, Connecticut. And essentially this reminds me of an emo band that got really good at playing their instruments and decided to start playing math rock. I was just going to say they could drop these vocals and I could just sit and jam. I actually really like the vocals. That's that's my chief complaint about this band um, is that there's not enough vocals. But Oh, goddamn. I was not ready for that. Yeah. I don't think there's enough vocals on this album. I mean, as much as I love the instrumental, actually, that's kind of a weird... I'm having some conflicted feelings about it because my favorite track on the album might possibly be um, the second one, Stiff Jazz, but... I you know I, I again I, I just I want more vocals on the album. It seems like there's almost like two distinct styles here, but again it's like this should this should like simultaneously please math rock, prog, and emo nerd, like nerds of every sort here. This represents what is good about each one of those respective genres. Um, there, there it is. Homeboy just said it. There, that's it. It's kind of eclectic. It's really proggy math rock that also has some emo elements. It's. It's like a fucking American football got Chon level good at their instruments. It really had like this, uh, en- like as far as the instrumentation, it reminded me a lot of like enemies, which they are uh, pretty much instrumental, you know. Good call. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, th- I mean that's it. This this is just fucking great. Well, I really enjoyed this listen. No, I, I know you're saying too, like that the instrumentals are that fucking good too. Like the instrumentation is so good, in fact, that it's. I, 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 I mean, if if they were instrumental, well, know? there's like so many tracks that are just instrumental, so yeah. they clearly know their strengths and that they play on them. So, kudos there. And one track actually includes some violin, and that's probably the most technical track. Again, that's that's free jazz or stiff uh, jazz uh, rather. Pardon violin me. and viola, both. Oh, really? Yep. Did not look into that. Yep. Um, I believe there's an extra guy uh, named Tim uh, that did the, the violin viola. <laughs> <laughs> Levi looking into the credits. Yep. One last thing I just wanted to add on here is that uh, the songs that did have vocals were really reminding me of, of Snooze and uh, Things Fall Apart, both of whom we featured on yep. compilations. Awesome. And uh, even like Mina Celoso era minus the bear on that, like one of those lighter tracks. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to listen to Stiff Jazz, which is track two from their new EP, which is called... Oh, we are doing Stiff Jazz. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, dude. Okay, cool. Um, And the, yeah, Elusive First would be the album. And that came out on... Ooh, we got released on uh, April 27th. Here we go.
All right, so that was Stiff Jazz by Ourselves Alone, and that's off their new EP, Elusive Firsts, which came out on April 27th of 2018. So next we're going to listen to Standards. Standards are a math rock band from Los Angeles. This is super infectiously upbeat math rock that really showcases two-handed tapping techniques. Uh, you know, it really gives them a, a full sound too. Like the left hand is playing the rhythm of the bass part, and the right hand is playing the lead of the treble part. Um, and it's uh, you know, for being a two-piece, it's again the, the sound is really quite full. Yeah, uh, you'll notice uh, they are a two-piece if you follow their Facebook page. Uh, they have a lot of really, really good videos on there. Yeah, that was what first caught my attention about this band, actually. Um, especially the one from the Nintendo Wii's me setup screen. That, that, that one, one's the shit. That really got me. And also a you know a cover, uh, a two-handed tapping cover of a Chon song, which totally like harks to their influence. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious this band sounds like Chon, but if Chon didn't use picks and drop the plot excuse me the, the prog influence like altogether yep um as far as the influence goes um i will kind of uh hope that most of our listeners out there uh know a uh, clever girl from the uk uh just a, a band that was out uh, a math rock band out years ago that pumped out one little ep and then just disappeared uh it's probably been suggested to all of you on youtube at some point that shit is super good though super yeah and it just really this one took me to there uh i really enjoyed this album i have no critique really on these guys um i'm really excited to see them on the 12th in june here uh they're gonna be at brick and mortar yes and as a matter of fact levi and i will be out uh june 12th at brick and mortar in san francisco um, we're going to interview the homies in Standard, so come out and say what up. Um, also playing in uh, Oakland on the 13th, too, so for anybody out there in the Bay Area, uh, look that shit up. Bay um, Area homies roll out. Yep. And, um, you know, the thing I wanted to say about this band is that it's just, again, on the upbeat note, it's so it's so funny how instrumental music can portray a sense of optimism. You know, it's like, it's bizarrely, or just strangely upbeat for not having, like, lyrics. You know, I really... It's like happy. Yeah. Um, the same I've, way kind of like snoozes. That, that fucking just that head bob, just that, mm, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, good. grooves. Lots of grooves. So we're going to listen to Kale and Strawberries, and that is the self-titled first track off their new EP. My only complaint about this actually was that there wasn't enough songs, but again, it's an EP, so. They teased us. They really did. I, I hope to hear a falling from them. And uh, this came out on uh, May 28th of 2018. Here we go.
right, so that was Kale and Strawberries by Standards, and that's the self-titled first track off their new EP, which came out on uh, May 28th of 2018, just a couple days ago. And again, um, just a reminder, we'll be out Brick and Mortar, San Francisco, June 12th, um, so come out and join us for Standards live in concert. And I guess, uh, I guess, look forward to uh, the interview on uh, the June uh, episode. I guess, yeah. I mean, or in the, uh, I guess, episode twenty-two, the following episode. Yeah, the following episode. Mm-hmm. All right. So next, we're going to talk about Sense Offender. Sense Offender are a hardcore mathcore band from the UK, and we recently premiered uh, their full EP earlier this month, back on the sixteenth, and. As I said in that premiere, there's just been an astonishingly big wave of really heavy and like technical hardcore bands coming out of the UK lately. Um, you know, with with bands like Frontier and Sectioned and um, you know, Leached recently signed to Prosthetic, if I recall correctly. Um, it's just like this this big wave of, of hardcore coming out of that out of that region. Um, this band also features the the vocalist of Geist, uh, who I believe drums in this project. Oh, yeah. good little swisheroo there. Okay, my buddy Ian. Um, and this is this shit is super good. Uh, basically, if if you like dark hardcore with dissonant passages with very little frills, you're you're definitely gonna like this. <coughs> the shit's just brutal, man. Yeah, it's super brutal, pulsating, even mesmerizing. Um, really like misanthropic in ways that recall. Like Gaza and Cult Leader, quite a bit for me. Uh, There's it, some it, parts that are straight up like very Cult Leader-ish. It's like five tracks. Not a bad thing. Five tracks, and for some weird reason, <coughs> that, Christian's dying. Yeah. Uh, for some weird reason, five tracks I was quite content with. Uh, it well, that just, first track is. That's my only complaint about this EP is that first track. The sound of Braille is is just like feedback. I, I could have done is. with that. But, um, but uh, I guess the, the the tracks that are that are there, the, the, I guess now before tracks, um, it, I mean, they're all fucking just great, man. Uh, I enjoyed each track at the end. I was like, ah, is it done? Oh, okay. But eh. I, I was just generally just pleased, you know? Yeah. Just like good, good D beats, good dissonant riffs. Boom. So we're going to listen to Starving Pigs, which is track two from there. Uh, track three. Track. Well, what is track two? Track two would be uh, profitless. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, starving pigs. It is good, but it's like like a minute and fifty seconds. We got uh, the track two is the ripper too. We're gonna listen to profitless. Yeah, profitless. <laughs> yeah. And profitless again is track two from their new EP one, which came out on or I, I can't decide which it is. That came out on May sixteenth of two thousand eighteen. Here we go. <laughs>
All right, so that was Profitless by Sense Offender. And that's off their new EP, I, which came out on May 16th of 2018. So next we're going to talk about Cums. No, you did not mishear that. We're going to talk about Cums. Cums. It's not Cummus, because I wish <laughs> it's it... It's not Cummus. I think it's just Cums. There's definitely a... There's a double S. It is C-O-M-E-S-S. Okay. You're better at words than I am, so, you know. <laughs> Only marginally. So, cums are from... <laughs> no, sorry. No, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Louisville, Kentucky. And this band rips so fucking hard. Holy shit. They, like... I mean, they demonstrate such a wide variety of, of influences here. So this is really exciting listening. Two tracks, five minutes of just pure nastiness. There, those are the two singles that you've heard. There is actually a full-length album that is coming out um, at the end of or the middle of this month, actually. Fucking June, good news, dude. June fifteenth, they're going to drop their full-length album, botched and flailed. Um, they're self-releasing it, and it's it's super good. I just got the full length, listened to it today. Um, and man, it, it just goes really hard. And it kind of brings me back to this whole thing. Like, you know, at, at its heart, this is metalcore, you know. But there there are some moments that are just downright doom, you know. It's that, fucking that good, first, man. That yep. first track, um, you know, Pit Fiend or something, I think it's called. A Pit Dweller. Pit Dweller. Yeah, that one, really, really heavy. It really, it reminds me of some shit that's from, like, the Southwest, honestly. You know, it reminds me of Worry, Especially the vocals. Yeah, I would um, kind of like that, like secret cutter kind of like feel in a way, but not. I don't know. I just feel like they'd be like on tour with them for some weird reason. I mean, they should. They should probably tour with like cult leader. Well, that's a given for sure. Since we're you know suggesting tours right now, there's not a moment in this record that is either not crushingly heavy or chaotic and intense. Um, but you know, again, just great, great fucking record. Uh, if you guys do enjoy these two tracks, you will have to wait for the album to be released. It doesn't seem like they have a pre-order up for it yet or anything. So I don't know. Just kind of put your uh, ears to the floor there and wait for the news. So we're going to listen to Deracinate and, uh, that means to uproot and Deracinate is track 10 from Botched and Flailed. Which comes out on June fifteenth. I like that you comment the the first track, but we're only gonna but we're gonna listen to the second uh, single. Like, yeah. That was my favorite. I mean, again, the, the first one super super doomy reminded me like the vocals. Man, worry. Do you not understand? Oh, I, dude, I get you. I, I, I <laughs> didn't write didn't down words to that remark at all. Oh, I'll so. give you the I'll give you the props. I was actually gonna give you like a little knuckle uh, after uh, you know when we played the track and everything. But yeah, yeah. I want acknowledgement <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody. Yeah, hey, Christian, you did a good job there, bud. All right. <laughs> me patting myself on the back trying to break my arm and uh, again that album comes out on June 15th here we go
So that was Deracinate by Cums. And that's off their upcoming album, Botched and Flailed. If we are mispronouncing that, let us know. Please. That would be good to know. That would be really good it to know because I'm tired of saying Cums if it's not that. <laughs> it is funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, really digging that. And you know, it's it's so funny. I was just there was another. I got distracted earlier by you staring what? at me <laughs> because you weren't paying attention to what I was trying to say about worry. Um, but I was <laughs> I was gonna make another point about um, the fact that it's kind of just like hard to classify this shit, right? I mean, I, I guess at its heart you'd call it metalcore, but it's kind of grindy. Um, there's there's doomy elements and. It just kind of leads me back to this point I was trying to make um, with that, that Goner premiere. I'm not sure if you read what I wrote there, but just the fact that metal and hardcore are so hopelessly intermingled and even like not even conflated. You know, there's no confusion. It's just they've become one. This is an amalgamation. All these genres have 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 come together. You know, including their respective aesthetics, like um, you know, just like social, political, and um, you know, anti-religious themes seem to be like commonplace in like metal and hardcore now, just all over the place. And especially with the rise of deathcore, I think it's it's really evident that these two genres have are, are totally together now. Dude, well said, well said. Um, I so with this with this band, um, I will say one thing. Uh, just like a, a reference, Christian's only gonna understand. I feel like this is a band that you would be playing when I'm coming over to your place, right when I walk in, just so you're kind of dropping me a hint, like, <laughs> hey, let's see what Levi says about Got this. That. Uh, play. Got it queued up. Yeah. Like, hey, yo, 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 yo. Who is this? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> if he doesn't react, then with, that's apparently not a band that we're gonna cover. So it's yeah. I'm just saying like, this is one of those ones that it's just it's such ripper. You play this at like 9 a.m. when I'm coming over for coffee and a joint or something like that, and be like, yo, yo, what's going on here? What's happening? And thus your neighbors hating you uh, very much for that. So. Yeah. Yeah, rest Anyways. in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Yep. Anyway, so uh, the next band we're going to talk about is Frontierer. Frontierer, I mean, fuck, this band hardly... I was going to say, yeah, you heard us, Frontierer. Everybody this knows band hardly <laughs> needs a fucking introduction, unless you've been living under a goddamn rock. I mean, this is one of the best bands in extreme metal right now. Um, before we even, like, dealt... There's, there's a lot of, you know, comparisons that we can make right now, but... I just want to delve into the fact that this is an unsigned band that is achieving considerable levels of success with no label or having invested no promotion, having invested no money no whatsoever. PR. Exactly in PR, um, it's it's fucking phenomenal. They are they're thriving on simply having an excellent product, and they they don't need a label because they can do it all themselves. And that that should be the bottom line for all of you underground bands right now is don't take a labels. And this is coming from a person who runs a fucking label. Like mm-hmm. You shouldn't be working with a label unless they're offering you something that you can't already do yourself. Because all it is is just having the know-how and the list of contacts. And that is why being a label is changing. That is why the music industry is rapidly changing because mm-hmm. of because of that dynamic of the internet. You know, Really, it's just knowing how to do stuff. And you can look it up yourself if you've got the money and the time and the know-how. You can do it all yourself. You, know, you, don't, you don't need a label or... A, you know a PR agency representing you a thing about frontier uh, what most and like most of you know this out there uh, the the band is a UK based band and then not UK right yeah, yeah the they're, well, they're, um, it's an international and, band, well I mean but, UK but then the vocalist is in the U is in the US here he lives in Missouri so, if I'm not mistaken so but 
generally I'd be like, oh, okay, well, it's Jack you know they, they never they never play. Well, what the fuck ever it doesn't matter. Well, they've actually met and they've played festivals and they've ripped just as hard as the recordings. So it's like this is a real fucking band that gets along and jams and shit, you know. And they've they've proven that they can play it live as and well. Started as an internet great. project, you know, yeah, like, much like yeah. Arms. And uh, they've, they've achieved meteoric success, I dare say. And like, and we just covered sectioned, uh, uh, like two months ago, which but speaks to the level of just as how prolific Padram is specifically. You know, like he's I was just yeah, really pumping out the jams with with two similar but yet unique projects. If you like one, you like the other. There's no doubt in my mind. Well, it's such a distinct style. I feel that he does that. You know, you would, of course you're gonna notice that he's in that he's part of both of the groups you know i mean it's, this it's yeah and the songwriting and especially the production elements although um the, the section was kind of more like hm2 hardcore though hmm? okay okay more okay. more more beat down less kind of less focused on the grooves more like about i think it's just more hardcore leaning maybe mm-hmm. uh obviously from just this first single that they have out it's gonna be fucking awesome whatever whatever if you like tony tracks. danza i mean somebody today was complaining on odd meter math course shit posting that it's basically just danza riffs through a whammy pedal which is i mean kind of true on a like a surface level but it's like it's not that that's sort of okay so that's so, sort of crass to say but hear me out just so i can put it into it's words very similar yeah well, just but, so some guy can put it into words like that is that a bad thing that it's danza with a whammy pedal i mean like just because you it, describe it as, as clearly, something, I, like, I think we all know that's not a bad thing. But. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. Once again, it's just like it's not like they're ripping off. It's just like it sounds like this and this. It's like okay, well, cool. Thanks for the description. Like moving on. Listen, like, if it sounds good, it's good. Fucking a, dude. That's why we're talking about it. Yep. This is some of the heaviest shit that's that's we, we've heard in years. Orange Mathematics. I mean, you just see that cover and you you know you just start hearing the music in your head. It's very effective. I listen to that on Bandcamp and fucking Spotify. Like, and I mean, that's how much I go to it. It's like whenever I'm on, I'm like, ah, fuck it, Orange Mathematics. Again, this, is just, this. this is a testament to how how great Bandcamp is. It, it's the, the new MySpace that has allowed bands to profit, um, have a, a very easy way to, to make money. And, um, I mean, you can complain all day about Bandcamp taking a cut, but the fact of the matter is is that you're achieving far more visibility, um, which is, again, why I encourage bands to to look into more socialist pricing if you will you know more pricing it just a little bit lower even having just name your own price because you will be so surprised about how much money people will give you and how much they will hesitate to buy if they think that you're charging too much for your four song ep for example um, but this album is going to be a free download or name your own price so again very which is great. Of course, you can buy the physical vinyls too, which um, I think they're mailing around uh, July or something. So anyway, now that we've gone off on a, a little bit of a rant there, we're going to listen to Tomoric, which is the new single from Frontier's new album, Unloved. And that comes out on July 27th of 2018. Here we go. <laughs>
right, so that was Tomoric by Frontier. Fuck! That was good. So goddamn heavy. And you know I bought the vinyl. <laughs> what color did you get? Did you get that, that crazy like pink white one? I sure did. Fuck, that's... Yeah, okay, it's really good. There was awesome. also a black with white splatter variant, but I went for the, um, the pink splatter instead. Props. Vinyl props. Yeah, I can't wait because, um, you know, I missed out on that pressing of of orange mathematics and I still regret it to this day. Every once in a while I see it come up on Discogs for an outrageous price and I'm, I'm just waiting for somebody who will actually sell it for <laughs> a price that I'm willing to pay because I want that. You know, I want that in my collection. Yeah. Um, so don't delay. If you want that vinyl, don't be like me and miss out. Buy that shit. Support underground music that is self-produced and self-released that you'd swear is fucking signed because that's how fucking good it is yeah yeah anyways i can they no need for a label if they can they can do it themselves so now that we're done with the uh the new round as it were we're going to go back and revisit a couple bands that we've covered before first we're going to revisit american standards american standards are a metalcore mathcore band from phoenix arizona and we did cover them on a previous podcast, but we felt like we needed to revisit them because they significantly stepped it up. The, uh, excuse me, stepped it up with this release. I'm sure you, you can agree with that. Absolutely. I mean, pretty much everyone who's who I know who's heard that single was like, "Yo, American Standards stepped it up," um, and they did it in spite of just having you know a difficult go of it. They've had a a, a pretty tough last couple years, evidently. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think they, they lost an original member. Um, oh, man. One, one of them passed away. Um, and There's definitely a gap in their releases from 2014 mm-hmm. and then when they go to 2017. I think what happened was is that that happened and they had an album already recorded and then they attempted to re-record it um, with, with different members. So I think that provided some significantly challenging circumstances. Um but you guys, know, uh, yeah. Uh, before we move on from that, just even that, um, uh, the 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 hungry hands release, uh, it ble- it looks like almost like a like a I'd call it like a buzzard or like a chicken hawk or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but then on the the gap in time, three years later, you have uh, the anti melody is the one that they had to re-record. So so anti melody has a shadowed silhouette of what looks like the same buzzard and everything so um if you guys could like maybe message christian like if if there's any kind of like meaning behind that i think that's really fucking cool if that was intended in some way just i want to throw that out there i'm always always mentioning art that might just be like a a motif they they keep revisiting you got better thing to fucking focus on in arizona than buzzard (laughs) jesus christ um so yeah anyway as we were saying the band has faced some some pretty significant you know, challenges in the past few years, but they've remained optimistic and hardworking in the face of some serious adversity. And this song is apparently a representation of um, triumphing against that struggle, if you will. Um, so, uh, yeah, this track, um, from from what I understand, uh, they're just trying to uh, get across just that, that dark feeling that everybody kind of gets sometimes. You know, you're out and about with everybody and you kind of get that weird little like it's easy to feel down about stuff yeah yeah um i don't know there's a lot of meaning behind this track and i um i I feel like i feel like um i i really appreciate what you guys did here you not only you know you posted the lyrics blah 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 levi got to read the lyrics but uh because levi likes the lyrics (laughs) yeah yeah. 
<laughs> we we really need to get a soundboard. Um, but uh, uh, like underneath, uh, they give a, a a beautiful paragraph, a description of just what this single's all about, and um, I I think it's really cool to do that with a single. It's like fuck it, why not? It's just one track, anyways. And while I'm when I when I listen to it the second time, I can read the bottom piece and everything. And, and yeah. there's a music video that goes along with this. So dude, look for even that fucking in the, better. In the bio, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Anyways, really into this fucking single, man. Yeah. They they've uh they really stepped it up. Um, again, in, in, in despite all that that stuff happening, they've they've come back with some some really good material. So we're gonna listen to "Weep," which is their new single that just came out on May eighteenth of two thousand eighteen. Here we go.
Alright, that was Weep by American Standards. And that's their new single that just came out on May 18th of 2018. I believe there's a, an album to, to come to, an album to follow, if I'm not mistaken. So last, uh, our last band and last revisit is going to be Plastic Bag Face Mask. Plastic Bag Face Mask are a mathcore band from Fresno. We've, um, they've also been featured on a compilation... But we felt like, again, we needed to touch back on them. Uh, this band has just been pumping out jams. We covered them on a, a math cast as well, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, we did. Yep, okay. Absolutely, that's why I said this is a revisit. Oh, okay. And I thought you said the compilation. Well, yeah, both, but that's why we've oh, slapped really? the Oh, really? Oh, fucking episode. damn. You guys are getting a threefer here. You're welcome then. Huh, yeah. So, anyway, that's I mean, that's happened a lot, actually, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. We've, we've revisited a couple bands that have been both on an episode and on a compilation, but... We won't do it again. I mean, we don't want to yeah, do that many times. So, I mean, if it's really outstandingly amazing, perhaps, but that's it's just it's so hard to justify Word. covering them again and again and again. Christian said, we're going to cover Plastic Bag Face Mask. And I said, again? And he said, yes. And I said, okay. <laughs> so that was really the story. <laughs> that's exactly again. how it went down. Yep. So, um, as I was saying, they've been pumping out jams for years and years, relatively unnoticed, um, but... Their last two releases have been absolutely bonkers, in my opinion. Absolutely. I mean, the drums are obviously programmed, but that, that's not even an issue for me because of just how off the wall and fun some of the material is. You know, in fact, the song that we premiered, uh, not that we premiered, that we put on the compilation that we featured on the podcast was, that was a long ass track, wasn't it? Yep. It was like six or seven minutes. Well, this one is pushing 10 minutes and nearly six minutes of that is un uninterrupted non-repeating riffs it's like almost like they, they they placed all these sketches of ideas in an order that somehow made sense in the end that track i had to keep look going back i'm like wait is this the same no it is it's the fucking same, same what the fuck and like i yeah yesterday it threw me for a curveball dude. it's a ton of really good riffs in a row basically yes yeah nine minutes and 48 seconds of just like huh no repeats yep, yep. um it, it kind of honestly reminds me of something that i might write to I mean to be a little self-indulgent to say that but um, I guess that's maybe why I have a super soft spot for this band. There you go. Maybe that's why we're doing that for the third time. That's a threefer. So. Well, again, second time we've covered on the podcast. And yeah, then the yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't really call it a threefer. I am. I'm threefer. Boom. Well, you got it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna listen to "Pretty Music and Angry People," which is track nine from. Whoa, we're How doing the full one. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm dude, saying. I wanted to do that yeah. one. Yeah, okay. we're gonna we're gonna do it just like we did last time. Because again, that, this is where I think that they really shine. Um, and that is again track nine from How to Kill a Dead Franchise. Um, this is the last band of the podcast, right? That's right. Cool. I like that we're riding out with this big one. Cool. Good, good call, bud. Good call. <laughs> Are you done? Is that it? I Can I so. tell them when the fucking album came out now? I love you. <laughs> May thirteenth of two thousand eighteen. Here we go. Places I used to go where you would be the only one. No. I down across your body's last few years. Maybe it's worth believing 
All right, so that was Pretty Music and Angry People by Plastic Bag Face Mask. And that's track nine from How to Kill a Dead Franchise, which came out on May 13th of 2018. So before we wrap this up, I just want to remind everybody, get your tickets to Mathcore Index Fest 2018, presented by Metal Injection. It's July 14th and 15th, uh, July 14th matinee, and all day July 15th at St. Vitus in New York, and July 15th evening at Transpecos, also in New York. And it features Carbomb and Albatross, Ferrolux, Yashira, Dead Empires, CU Space Cowboy, Arms, Inside the Beehive, Mouth Breather, The Kalistow Boys, Juan Bond, Mary Todd, Horse Torso, Detach the Islands, uh, as well as Artificial Brain, Puron, Void Spawn, and Everton. Everton? Turn? 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 Ah. I don't know how to say that one. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, those last four at the Transpecos, Transpecos Evening Show. Gonna be a lot of music, man. Damn. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, um, you can get your tickets to all of those concerts individually, or you can buy a uh, two-day pass for the Saint Vitus show. The uh, Transpecos show is sold separately. There's a, there's a few places you can go. Um, they can get them through Just Ticketfly. Uh, Saint Vitus has the tickets up. Um, what about the Artificial Brain show? Do you know where those tickets are? Um, not off the top of my head, but... You guys can just search a show and It'll everything. also all be in the link um, yeah. below, too. So you'll be able to find uh, that in our bio. Yeah, the matinee show isn't part of us, so that's why we're kind of a little less... No, it is. It. It's the evening show the, of the... the is it um, actually like the... The, like the evening us? show of July 14th at Transpecos. Is, okay, wow. Okay. That's, that's the show that's um, sort of like partitioned if you will that's the artificial brain show okay that's okay gotcha it is gotcha. separate okay um again that's why you can buy the tickets separately however we're we're repping that too um that way you got yeah, that's what I'm saying. To go. it's more of like a rep it's like the, we're not I mean, running it well the thing is is that the hopes fall show is sold out so we want people to have somewhere to go immediately following the matinee show because obviously you can't if you haven't already gotten your ticket to hopes fall you're not going to that so uh fact hopes fall we, is tight we uh we implore you to come out and join us on the evening of July 15th after the Car Bomb uh, matinee show at uh, Transpecos. So I guess that about wraps it up for the 21st episode of MathCast. Yeah. I'm your host, Christian. I'm your co-host, Levi. And we'll be back again next month with some more Sick Underground bands. Good night and stay beautiful. Stay beautiful.